Knowing what to post on social media for your business, when to post, how often, it can all be so overwhelming. And then the social networks constantly change things up on us, right? Want that problem to go away? Join thousands of entrepreneurs who get my daily social media marketing tips direct to their inbox for free. Each day, you'll get stories, tips, ideas, and inspiration so you can do better social media marketing, all designed to drive revenue and profits in your business without it taking up all your valuable time. And of course, if they ever aren't valuable anymore, you can easily unsubscribe at the bottom of any email. Sign up now while you're thinking about it at dailysocialmediatips.com. There's no wrong way to be an entrepreneur, and that's the dirty little secret the business gurus don't want you to know. They want you to do things their way, but their way may not be your way. The key to success is finding the strategies that work best for you. Welcome to The Six Ways with Jerry Potter. On today's show, we're sharing six ways anyone can increase their camera confidence, all right? Welcome to episode number nine of The Six Ways. Every week, we bring on a smart, innovative guest that is thriving in their field of expertise to share their best tips with the rest of us so we can all achieve our entrepreneurial goals because I believe we all do better when we all do better. My name is Jerry Potter, founder of 5-Minute Social Media and the Social Media Leads Lab, and my guest today is Palpina Tripp. We met when she was speaking at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego this year. Uh, she worked in TV and now helps entrepreneurs uh, grow their business with video. So welcome to the show, Palpina. Thank you so much, Mr. Jerry Potter. I'm honored to be here. Really excited to uh, to, to talk about this and, and really... Uh... Um, you know, what I would, what I would like to start off with is that I'm also an introvert and I absolutely understand if this is a scary topic to you. Yeah. Well, so let's start at the beginning and, and, you know, when mm -hmm. you for, cause you worked in TV and in major media markets and things like that. So take us back to the first time you had to go live or go on camera of Ooh, any sort and where do we want to go there oh we do <laughs> I, we're gonna have a oh we do we're, we're gonna have a contest actually on who was more nervous because i think my story might trump your story but we'll see Ooh, you get to okay. go first <laughs> okay we'll see okay i'll go first i'll go first okay well we have to go back way way back um so i was really young i was maybe 20 to 23 and i um was live on tv for the very first time it was this was in dallas um, so shout out to anyone in Texas, but this is in Dallas, which is a number five market in the United States. And um, of course, felt a little pressured, you know, knowing that there were a lot of people watching live. So I was uh, doing a small segment on a, a TV newscast. So every evening, you know, nine o'clock, um, local TV news. And this was my very first time live. And I had to uh, do a segment on technology or social media. Um, and I remember the very first time I was on TV, I'm actually pretty short. So they put this, this, I don't know, it was like a tiny little like stool almost. They put it um, at the desk and I was standing next to an anchor who had 300 years experience in, <laughs> in, in, in television Legend, tree, in, in, in anchoring. Yeah forever. He was very calm, which helps, right? So if the person next to you is very calm, that helps. And so beforehand, we talk about, so you're going to say this, and I'll say this, and then you do this, and then, you know. So we have this whole thing planned. Then we go live. And it's, you know, all these cameras around us. It's a big studio. There's lights. There's a big studio team around me. And then it's action, you know. Here we go. You're live on TV, and there's so many thousand people watching. 
Um, and we do the thing, you know, so he says his thing and I do mine and then he does his and it goes pretty okay. I'm really nervous. You know, I, 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 I can feel my heart pounding, you know, I'm sweating, you know, you know how it gets. But then, <laughs> then he says something we hadn't talked about beforehand. So something <laughs> we hadn't prepared. This wasn't in the plan. <laughs> <laughs> and I freeze. <laughs> So there's a lot of things you can do then, you know, you can just, you know, talk back right? or just acknowledge what he's saying. I froze. I couldn't do anything. I stopped breathing. I just, I remember just standing there. I, I just couldn't do anything. And so he was great. He just, you know, continued talking. He looked at me like, oh, she froze and just kind of continued talking and it was fine. And then we went to the break and, and then I walked off thinking, oh my goodness, that was so terrible. I just completely froze on live TV. But the second thing I thought as well was, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't die. <laughs> I'm still here. Um, and actually, this helped me so much because the next day he did the same thing and the next day after that again. And every time I, I, I opened up a little bit more, so I was able to breathe or I was able to make a little sound and then I was able to say a few words. And it's really about understanding yourself and understanding how you react in, in a stressful situation. But we're yeah. going to talk about that more. Yeah. I'm interested in your story. Well, and but I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, you went into this very high pressure situation, much higher than mm. somebody just taking out their phone and recording a video that may not even get uploaded, potentially. Um, sure. But, but, yeah. but you know, people, sometimes I'll ask entrepreneurs, like, what's the worst that could happen? It's like, I could literally die. I'm like, well, that's probably <laughs> not going to happen. But um, it's probably not going to happen. No, but it feels like that. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's, it's really important to understand this because the fear that you're experiencing is real. And I have mm. interviewed and put so many people in front of a camera and I can tell you 90% of the people that are in front of the camera do experience this or maybe not not completely terrified, but they feel awkward or just a little strange or they don't know what to do with their hands. So many people think this is really, really stressful to be in front of a camera. So, yeah. but anyway, let's hear your story. So I went to a um, high school that had its own radio station. And this was not a little like 10 watt radio station. And the first thing we had to do as students to go on the air was we had to go in and read the news. And I was 15 years old. And so, you know, that's part of it. But 15 years old and I had to go in and read the news. And uh, and this even though it was a high school station, it was a 30,000 watt station here in Seattle, you know, over 100,000 listeners. This was not like some little thing where it's like the four houses away is the only people that could get it. So it was a yeah. it was a big deal. Now, I may have been just a nervous if nobody was listening, <laughs> but but I knew people were listening and the teacher is standing in there with me and she's like, are you ready? And I'm like, I think so. And then she looks at me and she goes, would it help if I held your hand? Now, if you can imagine a 15 year old boy, the last thing he wants to do is like hold anybody's hand, except maybe a girl he's interested in, but certainly not his mom or his teacher or not, anything. And I looked no, at her no, no. and I paused for about five seconds and I said, will you tell anyone? And she said, no. And I said, okay, oh. yes, please hold my hand. <laughs> 
Oh, that's so, so wonderful. So keep it between us. But she held my hand and that was the first time. <laughs> and, you know, the other part of this, though, is years later, after doing wow. professional radio and professional TV in big markets, the first time I went on Facebook Live, I sweated like so much that my clothes were sagging. I was so nervous. And so it doesn't necessarily, you know, it's not like, oh, I was a professional broadcaster. It's still nerve wracking mm -hmm. for, for all, just about all of us. And I think the 90% number might be low. I mean, there's a handful of people yeah. that go on camera and they're just like, oh, I feel great. I'm good. I'm, I'm wonderful. I got this. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, exactly. Yeah. All yes. Right. And it's so good that you're that you're mentioning that because it's good for people to know that you're completely normal. <laughs> if you know, if you don't feel OK in front of a camera, yes. no one really does. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. All right. Well, so we're going to talk about six ways anyone can increase their camera confidence. But I want to just ask you really quick, what are the top um fears or the worst fears you've heard from people that you've worked with, other than I could literally die as we kind of joked about. What are the things that yes. you've heard from some of your clients that have gone through their minds? Okay. So in Dutch, we have this saying, it's called voorbij de schaamte, which really means that you are not ashamed anymore. Hmm. And I think a lot of this has to do with first being afraid of what will other people think? What will others think? What will viewers think or if i put this online this is going to be there forever and always mm. and so what will other people think of me that's one huge thing i always hear especially when it's about company videos or when you are talking about linkedin so if you know it's a professional network so what will other people think when i say something. And another thing is that, and this might also be a little bit of a Dutch thing. I don't know um, if this is the same in every culture, but people think, well, should why should I be on camera? Do I have to show my face? Mm. You know, do I really have to? Uh, so there's, there's something there as well. But I think the majority, um, it's really just being afraid to say something that's not true or that's not right or coming across the wrong way. Um, it's almost like being naked or, you know, putting a sign up for everyone to see and be like, well, you can judge me, judge me right now. Any feedback is welcome. <laughs> That's kind of what it feels like <laughs> to record a video or be live on camera. But, you know, if you look at research, of course, um, one of the biggest fears is to be um, in front of an audience. And I think being in front of a camera is very comparable. So it's just feeling exposed, having eyes on you, knowing that people are watching you and judging you and thinking things. Yeah. Uh, and what will they think? Yeah, that's a perfect summary. And I've heard so many over the years. And the other one that stands out to me all the time is, is somebody will say like, well, what if nobody watches? And then they'll follow it up. If um, what if everyone watches? You know, so it's like both. It's like, <laughs> what if I make this and nobody sees it? Or what if everybody sees it? And so, all right. Yes. Well, let's let's break this down a bit for people. Six ways anyone can increase their camera confidence. Uh, Palpina brought three. Yes. I brought three. Also, our question of the week from Liz: What's the minimum amount of gear I need to make videos for my business? Which I guess would be the next step after you know having a little bit more confidence. And so we'll get to that here in just a second. So make sure you Perfect. stay for that. So. Um, um, here on the show, Popina, we play rock, paper, scissors to decide who goes first, okay? Um, okay. You know how to play rock, paper, scissors? Yes, of course, okay. yes. <laughs> All right, so, but you got to put it in front of the web camera or else people think you're cheating. Ah, which, oh, oh sorry, that's my microphone. Of. Yeah, that's all right. All right, so we're going to go one, <laughs> two, three, shoot. Okay, ready? 
Okay. One, two, One, three, two, shoot. Three. Okay, scissors beats <laughs> paper, so you're first. <laughs> Woohoo! All right. Okay. So, the ways anyone can be more confident on camera, number one, go. Understand what you look and sound like. This is my one of my biggest tips because a lot of us don't know what we look or sound like. This might sound silly because you might think, well, I know. I know what I look like. I know what I sound like. The majority of people who I coach or train and I ask them, hey, just record yourself and look back, which, of course, everyone's like, oh, no, that's terrible. I'm not going to look at myself. Um, the thing is, a lot of times we don't understand. We don't know how we speak. We don't know our own voices. We don't know our own body language. And it's very personal. So how do you speak? What words do you use? Uh, what intonation do you use? Um, what is the melody of your voice? A lot of us don't really know how we speak. Other people do because other people watch you. They see you. Right. Um, so I have an exercise for this tip. And that's to record yourself. So just get, get your phone. Record yourself for at least 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes is even better because it takes some time to, to, to land and to forget that you're filming because that's really what I want. And then record um, a story, something like a memory, maybe something you're really excited about that usually works well. So maybe something about, you know, you just went on, on a holiday. Um, so maybe something about that that happened while you went on vacation um, and tell that story. And what happens is, usually after a couple of minutes, you start talking the way you normally talk. Mm. And so, so after you know ten or fifteen minutes, you stop the recording. Then I want you to do two things. First is you just you turn off the audio, so you you play the video, and then you turn off the audio, and you only look at your body language and your facial expression. So only look at and then compare the first part of the video to the last part of the video because there's probably a difference. And then the second thing is then, and you probably guessed it, you um, flip your phone. So you, uh, you uh, hit play, flip your phone and only listen to your voice and listen to what your voice sounds like. What words do you use? When do you pause? Do you have any words that you use often? Do you use short sentences or longer sentences? So Really get to understand yourself, get to know yourself. That's my first tip because a lot of people don't. They just they just don't know what they sound like. Well, and I love like. I love the talk for ten or fifteen minutes thing because people do sometimes get on camera and then they become a different person, you know. And we try and change our voice <laughs> and you know things like that. And and you can only do that for so long before it just, mm -hmm. you know, it's not there anymore. So what, um, what is the underlying idea here though? Is it just getting used to the way that you look and sound on camera or is it yes. getting to that more natural so, point? Yes, absolutely. So the first thing is to get to that net more natural point. So it always takes a little while to land and to get your normal breathing, to just get your, the way you normally talk. But what I really want for you to get from this is to understand what you look and sound like. So when you are later on trying to see if perhaps there's things that maybe you can improve, um, you know what you look and sound like. You know if this is a normal way for you to talk. Because a lot of us don't even know. And in so what you're saying about, you know, someone um, speaking in a, in a different way when the camera turns on, that's probably what you want to avoid. 
Yeah. Okay. The thing is, we we listen to people um, with certain voices. So we listen to people who have lower voices. Um, we like it when someone uses breaks every once in a while. Um, so we like it when people use their natural voices. So it's really important for you to know what you look and sound like when you speak in a natural way. And if that's very different from when you're filming something for your business on camera, then maybe you want to change that up a little bit because we connect with real people. Yeah. So I want you to be real and be yourself and use your own voice and uh, your your natural body language when you're in front of a camera. Some of the best radio advice I ever got when I was in radio was from my friend uh, Marcus, and he listened to one of my shows and he's like, sounds great. Everything's good. Nothing to improve. And I said, OK, well, how come I'm not doing you know morning drive radio in New York City, the number one market in the country then? Just to like throw that in is like, if I'm perfect, you know, why am I part time on this mm -hmm. uh, radio station, this smaller market? He said, let me think about that for a few days. And he came back a couple days later and he goes, it's too perfect. It's too polished. Let your voice squeak oh. occasionally. Get back. And so oh, I was like, I so that. you want me to go back to puberty? Like, what, you know, what, what am I supposed to do with this? And, <laughs> but he was absolutely right. And I was, I was basically putting on this show of what I thought a radio personality or presenter was supposed to sound like. So love, love, oh, love that. That's so good. Love that. Yes. Okay. And it's so important to just embrace your, you know, who, who you are and that makes you unique. And so Use your voice the way you normally use it. Use your expression, your body language, the way you normally talk. And it helps so much in getting your message across. This is what makes you unique. Yeah. So it's silly to pretend to be, you know, to use another voice <laughs> or to all of a sudden, you know, have a different body language. Um, because I think, and this is, you know, I think people connect with, with you know, if you are being true and if you're being real, then people probably connect with you more. Yeah. All right. Ways anyone can increase their camera confidence. Number two is uh, to basically record outside. And if you can walk and talk even better. And the reason for this is one of the things that I hear a lot, and we've all felt this, is I don't like the way that I look on camera. And nobody yeah. looks better than they do with natural light. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about this with uh, Liz's question about what gear do I need? Because it's not much. But if you go outside in natural light, as long as you're not like squinting and being blinded by direct sunlight, you're going to look your best. And so sometimes that alone can make a difference. And then other people I've seen where, um, you know, that I've worked with in social media leads lab, they'll, they'll do it, but they're, the energy is low. And, and, and so I'll just say, go outside mm. and see if you can walk and talk. And I know that's one more thing to think about, yes. <laughs> but when you walk, no, your energy changes and it can make a massive, massive difference. So clear your area of any um, any uh, um, obstructions <laughs> and then find a place and you can just hold your phone and walk and talk. And I've seen that make a massive difference in people. Um, and maybe after, yes. after you do that a few times, you'll be more comfortable doing it inside. But I just find it's a great way to get started with that. It's such a great tip. I remember one of my um, clients, he was wonderful. He had a great product and he really wanted to get that across in front of a camera, but he had a stutter problem. So mm. every time he tried to talk and especially on camera, he got so nervous and he just couldn't get the words out. And um, and eventually what we did was exactly as what as your tip is, is to start walking mm. or start doing something. And so he walked. And it was very, um, he didn't walk fast. It was just, you know, a few steps, but it helped him 
because instead of only thinking about the words he was going to say um, and the words that just got stuck in, in his head, he was also thinking, oh, okay, I should walk this, this direction or that direction. And you're moving. So instead of only in, being in your head, you're also being in your body a bit more. It really helped him. It would make such a big difference. So what you're saying now really works. That's a wow. That's a really cool case study, too. So, OK. Yes, it was wonderful. Yes, yes. Ways anyone can increase their camera confidence. Number three, Pelpina, what do you got? Yes. So use your body and use your facial expression, your body language, your facial expression. And this is something that is um, difficult to turn on. OK, so um, whenever I put people in front of my camera, um, a, a few things can happen. <laughs> So some people freeze. They don't move. They're just frozen. They close themselves off. So they will, you know, fold their hands or put them behind their back. Mm. They will put their legs over each other. So it's very, you know, noticeable. I notice it immediately and I think, "Ooh, you're still you're still closed off. You're not open." So what you want, of course, is for someone to have an open body language. But the thing is, you don't want to force this. So if you're telling someone, just be open, then, you know, they're standing there with their hands like, well, what do I do with my hands right. now? Because So um, what you can do, first of all, is you wait for someone to land a little bit. So try to try to um, record for a little bit longer, give have some patience, but then wait for someone to open up. And you can do this with yourself, too. So you're you're waiting for a couple of minutes. Um, just talking to the camera, wait until you land a little bit. And then, um, then you will see normally that people will open up their body language. So if you're stiff and it's being a bit awkward, try to, try to open up a little bit. Um, the other thing that happens sometimes is people get dancey. So they get all, you know, they have all this energy and they don't know what to do with their energy and it's, you know, everywhere. So if, if your energy is all over the place because you're nervous and you really would like to calm down a little bit, um, what helps is to perhaps put something in your hands, um, perhaps a cup of water or some tea. I just came back from England, so there's tea on my mind, some tea, <laughs> but something in your hands that really helps. Because um, once you're there, usually you can turn back on your facial expression and you can notice as someone's eyes um they they work with their eyes again so they speak with their eyes right so they become bigger or a bit more sparkly you see the eyebrows move um and again you don't want to force this uh so you want to be you know come to a place where where this is natural um, and if it doesn't come natural, because trust me, been there, done that, yeah. you know, sometimes you put someone in front of a camera, you're thinking, okay, well, we tried everything and it's still not quite working. You can also exaggerate it. So uh, I've learned this from my sister. She is an actress. She lives in New York. And she says, sometimes when I just can't get it out and I can't get it right, and it's just, oh, I feel like I'm stuck. I just exaggerated. And what she does is maybe you'll shout something really loud or you're, you'll scream it. Um, or you, if you want to do more with your hands, you do ridiculous hand movements, like just you know, crazy hand movements. Um, and it, it helps because it allows you to take up more space or it allows you to use your voice if you want to use your voice more. Um, and then you can kind of, you know, go back a little bit in 
yeah. and try to make it a bit more normal. <laughs> okay. Okay. But these things can help. Yeah. So it's finding yes. that middle ground. I love that. All right. Um, ways anyone yes. can increase their camera confidence. Uh, number four, this is a long time tip that was always flawed, but because of recent technology, it's gotten way better. And so let me tell you what this is. And it is the long time tip has always been to, you know, either write a script or I prefer to use bullet points because when I read, um, even as a, you know, former professional broadcaster, you can tell. And so I just use bullet points now. But when you, um, yeah. the problem with that always is, oh, well, I'm not looking at the camera, I'm looking at my notes or I'm, you know, whatever it might be. The first thing I'll say to that is it's okay to have notes if you're on camera. <laughs> no one's expecting you to be Dallas TV star Pelpina Trip, right? Like you don't have to be- Look, I have, <laughs> I have my notes right here. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I have notes, yeah. yes. Um, but <laughs> nobody's expecting that. And, and sometimes what I yeah. used to do that made me feel better is I would say, let me just look at my notes. It's while I looked off camera, to acknowledge it for the audience and just call it out. You know, if they're thinking, are they reading notes? Yeah, just tell them, I wanna make sure I get this right for you. So let me just check my notes and make sure I didn't miss anything. So I think that's okay. But the cool technology that has just come out in the last few months is there are programs now where it will use AI to, it's super creepy. And I don't know if you've seen this yet, Pelpina, but- <laughs> I have, I have. Okay, yes, it will reorient yeah. your eyeballs to be looking at the camera no matter where you are looking. So um, so the way that this works with, you know, and I can sort of demonstrate this for those of you that are watching the video version of the show, is you would look down at your screen or at your script on the right or whatever. You'd face your body and your head toward the camera, but you just use your eyes and look somewhere else. And then the AI will actually reorient your eyeballs so that it makes it look like it's looking at the camera. And my favorite uh, video tool is Descript. And they just added this to Descript. There was a couple of other ones that did it first, but it's it's creepy when you watch it side by side because you're thinking like, oh, they're pulling out my eyeball and they're, you know, they're pointing at the camera. But it's, <laughs> I mean, undetectable. And so- um, Well, I have one question about this because so if this happens, right? So maybe you look down at your paper and then you look back up. Do, do the eyes also blink? So is it, does it feel natural or is it like a stare? That Sorry. is a great question. <laughs> and the next time I test this, that's going to be the first thing that I do. It's so funny Please that you mentioned tested. that. Yes. Because when, uh, when I, when I first started doing more video online, I'd have my wife Candy look at them and she would always say, why don't you blink? So apparently I don't blink as oh, much really? as is healthy. Yeah. She's like, you need to blink. I'm like, am I not blinking? I didn't realize it. Now I'm blinking like every that's one so second, funny. right? The thing is I always blink a lot. And I'm really self-conscious about how often I blink. Now everyone's <laughs> going to look at how often I blink. Right. So it's so funny that you have the opposite because I'm always like, you know, yeah. trying not to blink. No, yeah. No, my wife is unnatural like, how often I blink. She's like, you're a sociopath. You're not blinking. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> trying to like not blink. But but anyway, that, that that's interesting. I'll have to test anyway. the blinking thing. But it really is, you know, the, the psychology behind making eye contact with the camera, like right now during this conversation with Palpina, I'm not looking at her face on my screen. I'm looking at the at the camera, right. and the psychology behind this is really fascinating. Without going too deep in it, the the level of trust that we have with people in real life offline is all based on how close we will let them get to us. So if our significant other comes within three feet of us or a, a, a close family member that you might hug on a regular basis, it feels normal, right? Um, but if a stranger comes within three feet of us, we're like, whoa, hey, what are you doing? 
And so we have these ranges where it's kind of like three feet for the closest people in our life. I think it's 10 feet, um, you know, about three meters for people that are, we can yeah. consider acquaintances, coworkers, you know, friends that we don't hug, I guess. And then if a stranger comes within more than 10 feet or about three meters of us, that's where we got an easy. Well, with online, the way that we are talking to each other right now, it feels like we're within three feet of each other or, um, you know, that, that close uh. range or, you know, about a meter. And so it doesn't, but you don't feel like I'm a stranger, you know, even if we've never talked before, getting into your bubble. And so it builds that trust. And then the eye contact takes it to a whole nother level. And so when this came out, I was like, oh, this makes a big difference. So use bullet points, use a script, yes. but use one of these tools um, to orient yourself to the camera. And then you can just look at the script the whole time. And then your video in the end will look great. And if you want to see Descript, I have a whole page about my love affair with Descript. If you go to why Descript. I'm interested. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I think yes, I think it's like yes. the greatest thing that's come out since the first iPhone. But if you go to whydescript.com, W-H-Y-D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T.com, you can see all about that. But it's just a fantastic tool. And they're always innovating. And they just add the creepy eye rotation tool. I forget what they call it, but they should call it creepy <laughs> eye rotation tool. I like that. Yes. And everyone knows what you're talking about then. Yes. yes they exactly. should just call so, it that. All right. <laughs> ways anyone can increase their camera confidence. Number four, Palpina. Yes. It's really going from your, your head. So instead, instead of being stuck in your head to be more into your body, because the main thing, the main problem I see when people are nervous or awkward or they just, you know, stare, don't know anything anymore is because they're stuck in their head. And so there's different ways you can do this to go back to your body. Um, the first thing, and we always hear this, is to keep breathing. The funny thing is, though, if you tell someone just breathe, doesn't work. If you tell someone don't stress doesn't work. No. So the only, right? It doesn't. Yeah. Like if, if someone says, well, stop doing this, then you keep doing that because it's really difficult to just stop doing what you're doing. The really, the only thing that works, especially if you're filming with someone else, is to do it with them. So if you are, if you, you know, filming with someone and you notice that, oh, it would be really good if they would just breathe. I can feel that, you know, you usually can tell that it would be really good if they start breathing more or, or deeper. Um, then you do it with them. Mm. So you say, so maybe we should just breathe out for just a few seconds. It helps. Or if you notice that someone is stiff or, you know, you can tell that they're just, oh, um, tense, then instead of saying, oh, you know, you could loosen up a little bit, then instead of saying that, you could say, well, you know, maybe we could just loosen our shoulders up a little bit. And if you, you do it, it them. with them, yeah. yes, and just do it together. It really helps. Um, if you notice this with yourself, uh, what you can do is, okay, a few things. And I, I could talk about this forever, but a few things. First, be like Superman or Peter Pan. You know the Superman Peter Pan pose. Oh, no. hands on hips, kind of fists on hips. Stand hands up on hips, stand up straight. Uh, you know, you know, Peter Pan. So if you do this for even if it's just, you know, a minute before you go online or before you do your recording uh, or put your hands in the air um, for just a minute, um, it helps um, for you to loosen up. It's it's uh, there was research done about. So what do people do when you won a game? Um, you put your hands in the air. Hmm. 
So if you do that before you do something scary, it helps. It helps for wow. your body to recognize, hey, this is not bad. I can, I can do this. So you do the victory move before you had the victory. So do something like that. So put your hands in the air, breathe out, breathe in, get oxygen. Oxygen is good. <laughs> um, put your hands on your hips. If maybe you're in a live stream or you're in a studio and maybe you're feeling a little bit awkward with a lot of people being there. Um, this happens to me all the time. You're like, well, should I put my hands in the air now? It feels weird. <laughs> so then maybe, you know, stand like Superman. Um, or, or um, put your head like, um, um, how do I say this in English? You just um, stand upside down. Like you just put your head down. Oh, like bend um, over and let it hang between your legs. Bend kind of over. Thing? Thank you. Okay. Yes, yes. And it's this helps if you um, feel like you, you, you need control. So if you feel like you need to have, you need to just have all the right words in the right order. Um, and it's all about that control. What needs to happen is for you to let go. And so what happens if you let go of it physically, because that's if you're hanging upside down, bending, you, you, just, you have to let it go, um, especially if it's longer than a minute or so. And you just breathe. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like yoga. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, it's amazing. It's like yoga exercises. Yeah. The yes. things that uh, doing things physically with our bodies can do for us for mentally and, and psychologically yes. and all that. I, yeah. I jumping, jumping up and down, uh, doing jumping jacks, uh, doing a dance or what you said in your first tip, walking outside, whatever you need to do. And you will know once you, once you do this more often, you will re you will know, okay, you know what? I think I'm, I'm just tired. I need to do something that will give me a bit more energy. What will help you get that energy? Maybe for you, it's walking outside. Maybe for you, it's putting on your favorite song. Or maybe it's doing some jumping jacks. Whatever helps you get that energy back. Or if you feel the opposite way, you're thinking, well, I'm so stressed. I really need to, you know, just have um, to let it to, to feel like I can let things go a little bit more. What, what will help you? Yeah, because we're not all the same. Yeah. So I can give you tips, but you probably know yourself more than I do. So um, what helps you in that moment? And take some time to actually do this. Take two or three minutes to do this before you record or before you go live. And it will make all the difference in your video or live stream. You mentioned uh, how when you say to somebody, just breathe, it doesn't work. They don't want to hear that. I mean, we could probably make a massive list of the things that someone who's nervous on camera doesn't want to yes. hear. You know, like another one is just keep making oh. videos. And it's like, I'm trying to get the first one done. What does that mean? Even though it's good advice, yes. theoretically. It doesn't help. <laughs> when we're nervous on camera. Yeah, we do not want to hear. No, stop telling me that. Give me something different. So, okay. Yes. Ways yes. anyone can increase their camera confidence. Number six, um, get help from a close friend or family member. And there's a few mm. reasons that this works, okay? First of all, they can be your hype man or hype woman, and they can reassure you, oh, you look great. You, you know, my wife did this for me a lot in the beginning. You know, you look fine. Everything's great. Or, oh, let me fix your collar or whatever it might be. But um, part of it can be that confidence boost. It's the right person. But the benefit of this that I find even greater is that it's someone else to worry about all of the, not all, but most of the things that you're worrying about so that you don't have to. 
And so they can oh, be there, great. make sure the camera's working. Um, is that, you know, if you're using a microphone, is the microphone working? Um, is there a, uh, did, did someone just streak behind you that, you, you know, you have to do it again? Yes, what, right. No matter how ridiculous, they worry about all that and you don't have to. And one of the, the yes. best things about this too is if you have somebody else to help you, even if you're filming on a phone, you can use your rear facing camera on your smartphone, which is better quality, even though the front facing cameras have gotten really good. But also, um, then you're not looking at yourself on camera. And that can make yes. all of that much, much easier. And so just find somebody else that you trust that will be honest with you in a loving way. And I've found that that mm. makes a massive difference. And it sounds like this is what you do sometimes in person for your clients, Pelpina. Yes. Oh, absolutely. That's what it, that's often what I do. So people will say, well, we need to have all these videos, but then can you help? Can you be there? Can you coach them through this? Um, so it it really often helps to have someone else in the room. And as you're mentioning, you know, when you're filming by yourself, there's so many things that you have to think about. All the technical checks, audio, light, camera, composition. Um, is my hair okay? Do I look okay? Is the background good? All those things. And then on top of that, you still have to deliver and be yeah yourself in front of a camera. And that's a lot of things that you have to do. So especially when you're starting out, yes, it's wonderful to have someone else there who can help with all the technical things, who can reassure you. So I think that's a, that's a wonderful tip. And they don't have to be a professional yeah. TV producer. They just need to be a human who cares about you. That's really, those are the only yes. qualifications oh. for that. And I have another tip because you were mentioning filming yourself in, you know, when you're when you're filming yourself. So I was doing a training a couple of years ago and there was this lady who got really nervous and she just she just couldn't get, you know, whatever words that she was trying to say. She just couldn't get it right. And I was giving her all these tips and nothing worked. And finally, I noticed that she kept looking at herself. So she was filming in selfie mode on her phone. Mm -hmm. And she just kept looking at herself and it made her so self-conscious and very insecure. So finally, what I did is I got a post-it note and I put it over her face. So on the screen, not over the camera lens, of course, right. but on her screen. So over her face, so she couldn't look at herself anymore. And it made all the difference. And so every every training after that, I brought post-it notes and I said, <laughs> if you start looking at yourself when you're filming, just put this post-it note over your own face <laughs> so you don't look at yourself because it's something we do automatically. And yeah. then we start judging our own face. And, oh, did I just make that expression? Oh, that was weird. Let me say that again. Let me do that again. And before you know it, you're in your head. Yeah. No, and that's so smart. Just yeah. Because then you can still see that it's recording, but you're just not distracted by your face, which is, yeah, that's perfect. Exactly. So that. if you don't have someone else in the room, because you may, maybe you don't have someone right there to help you and coach you and do all the technical checks, maybe this helps. Maybe a post-it note can help. <laughs> all right. We're going to recap all six ways here in a second, because I want you to think about what's the one that you can try in the next five days to increase mm. your camera confidence. Um, our question of the week from Liz, what's the minimum amount of gear I need to make videos for my business? And Pelpina, I saw you talk about this at Social Media Marketing World uh, this year. So I would love to have you chime in on Liz's question first. What would you say to Liz about the minimum amount of gear that she needs? Okay. To me, you really only need a phone with a good camera, and pretty much every phone right now has a has a pretty decent camera. Yeah. Um, if you invest in one thing, invest in good audio because most phones have good cameras. Uh, but if you want to look and sound professional, 
first invest in a decent microphone. It could be uh, a Boya, B-O-Y-A. Sennheiser, of course, is pretty expensive, but those are the best. Um, or the Rode, R-O-D-E. That's an Australian brand, microphones. Invest in a small microphone, um, which will cost you maybe $10, $20. Um, but that will make all the difference. Make sure you're filming with good light, which is, of course, the tip that you just mentioned. Um, good light, good audio, good composition. That will make all the difference. Don't invest in all these, you know, camera, light, studio, equipment. It's not necessary. 90% of my videos that I film, I actually have it here. I have a small tripod. This is the Benro BK10. It's a very small little uh, tripod with three little legs. It's a table tripod. So um, you can put your phone in it. It will film horizontally and vertically. Super simple, very small. It's maybe $20 or $30. I'm not sure. Um, and a microphone. That's For 90% of my videos, I just use this table tripod and a microphone, an external microphone. Um, and, and my videos and they, they all look pretty okay. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have my favorite analogy ever for this. And you talked about this on stage, um, when we were in San Diego yeah. together, which was people do the same thing when they say, Oh, I've got to get in shape. I've got to go get the, the best shoes and yes. the, the perfect outfit. And, and I've got to get this and that and all these other things. And it's like, no, you don't, you just need to, you know, assuming you have a decent pair of shoes, you just need to go out the door and pretty much all you of us start. have a decent smartphone in our pocket and that's it. And just for reference, I started my YouTube channel now, you know, which has grown to over 100,000 subscribers standing in front of a window with my smartphone. Um, and then I had a little yeah. $15, I think it was the, the Boya M1, I think it is, is this is a little like about US $15 microphone that you can plug into your phone. And that's it for this YouTube channel yeah. that has given me this whole business. Um, now I've upgraded. That's amazing. I like yes. toys. I like tech. And so yes. I've got a few new I understand. tools too. Yeah. Yes. But that's it. That's really, and I'll just to, you know, yeah. Even the phone microphone that's built into most phones these days, mm -hmm. as long as you're not in an echo chamber of a room, sounds really good. Um, and just yes. this morning, I was watching, so Instagram just released their new text-based social media app called Threads. Um, and if you haven't been online, right. maybe you haven't seen it kind of talk, being talked about everywhere. But they, Adam Masseri, the head of Instagram, released a video about this thing. And it was, yes. I think he just used the, the I, I think he used like an external camera and the built-in mic and the audio was not very good um it, i i thought the same thing it's so funny that you noticed this yeah yes i was thinking the same thing i was thinking did he film this on a phone in like film portrait mode or something i was thinking the exact same thing well it's and so to me it sounded worse than film. the built-in microphone on my phone unless maybe he was just in a really echoey room but if that's what i was thinking but yes yeah. i don't know the if the audio, head of Instagram it, it, can make a video promoting the future yes. success of his company with just his phone or whatever he used, then all of us can do the same thing. So, so Liz, yes. the phone in your pocket is really all you need. And I agree with Palpina. If you want to get one more thing, you can get a, a microphone that'll plug into it for as little as 15 bucks that can make a, a big, big difference. So absolutely um, fantastic. So, all right, um, let's recap really quick our uh, six ways that anyone can increase their camera confidence. Um, do yours real quick, Palpina, and then I'll share mine again. Yes. Okay. So uh, mine were understand what you look and sound like. You first have to understand yourself, um, then use your body language and your facial expression. And um, when you're nervous, 
really try to not be in your head, but try to be more in your body. So use your breathing or do exercises before you start filming. Love that. And uh, the three I shared, uh, one, go outside for the best natural light. You will feel better about the way you look and walk and talk if you're comfortable with that. I hadn't thought about this before, but Palpina shared about how one of her clients walking, uh, just because it was focusing on taking the next step, got them out of their own head as well to not dwell on the words so much. So I love that. Um, use your notes. You know, we use your notes or use a script has always been a long-term uh, piece of advice. And and uh, the tricky thing is people want to be looking at the camera. Well, now with tools like Descript, my favorite video editor, it'll actually um, reorient <laughs> your eyeballs so they're looking at the camera, even if they're not looking at the camera. You can check that out at widescript.com. And then get help from a close friend. Um, then you don't have to use the front-facing camera so you're not distracted by the screen. They can tell you you look great. They worry about all the stuff that you don't have to worry about. And that makes a big, big difference as well. So for those of you that are here for our live show recording, would love to know which one of those was your favorite and that you can take action on or start using here in the next five days. Let us know right now. Some really awesome tips were shared today. And remember, we all do better when we all do better. So let's help each other out. Think about who you would know that would benefit from one of the amazing tips that Palpina shared today or something that I said. And share the show with them, tag them, whatever it is. Uh, let's all help ourselves grow our businesses, um, help each other grow our businesses in a big way. Next week on the show, six ways to stay ethical and still make money. I'm really excited about this conversation Ooh. because I know a lot of my members struggle with that kind of like, ah, this doesn't make me feel good. And I don't know how to, you know, I don't want to do some of these tactics that feel, sh you know, shady. And I feel bad if somebody used it on my mom and, you know, that kind of stuff. And so we're going to get mm -hmm. into a good conversation like that on the next show. So Palpina, where can people connect with you online to learn more? So I have quite a unique name. I don't know if you noticed, but <laughs> if you Google my name, it's P-E-L-P-I-N-A, um, or use that handle on any social network, um, you will find me. Uh, it's pelpina.com or on LinkedIn, it's Pelpina Trip. Um, anywhere else, just, you know, Google, find my name and, and I'm there. Um, I love that you own Pelpina.com. That's so cool. Yes. <laughs> there are not a lot of Pelpinas in the world. Yeah. So that one wasn't, wasn't difficult. All right. <laughs> if you want any of those links to connect with Pelpina or anything else mentioned on the show today, you can check out the show notes at the sixways.com slash the number nine. Pelpina, thank you so much for being on the show today. Absolutely. It was such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. The Six Ways is recorded every Friday before a live online audience. To join us for the live backstage pre-party and the after show Q&A, find all of the upcoming shows at thesixways.com. And remember to take action on something you heard today and let us know how it goes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and don't forget to sign up at dailysocialmediatips.com to get the same powerful tips and strategies that thousands of other entrepreneurs enjoy receiving direct to their inbox each day for free. Just the first couple emails you get have completely transformed the way some business owners look at their social media marketing. Want to see how? Sign up now at dailysocialmediatips.com and we'll see you in the next episode.